By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. What you gonna do now? Hi, you're listening to BS.show. Good morning. This is, oh, my, my, excuse me, my, 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 um, my host, your host, Brad Hildebrand will be along momentarily. He's, I don't know what he's doing actually, but he'll be here because he loves, loves, loves BS.show. So what is BS.show? BS.show is hmm, a show about nothing really. Not as bad as it could have, but he was gentle on me. Wow, Brad. Absolutely not. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just, there's something about most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? She marks her man with her lips. The price of tea in China. (laughs) She marks her man with her lips. Okay. You're a non-believer. Why should we waste time on Kabuki? What? <laughs> Who You're is a that man? Why should we waste time on Kabuki? What? If I were a pony when you came around, you would be there to feed me and then brush me down. I learned how to drive at very low speeds. I got kicked out of the safety class. If you can pick it up, I'll let you continue. If you can get it up, I would stop the bike and not put my feet down. And I learned to put my feet down. I kept it up. I was straight. I got all kerfuffed. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. That's, that's Shelly, Abraham Lincoln. In a nutshell. <laughs> Shelly. I actually watched the, the Abraham Lincoln movie last night. Which one? There's only about 4,000 of those. Which one did you watch? Oh, the one where he's a um, a vampire killer. So, some bizarre, weird Abraham Lincoln movie, right? I don't know. I, didn't, I wasn't there's, there. There's these guys that surface every once in a while that have these weird, bizarre stories about Abraham Lincoln. You know, I mean, first off, that would be like me saying, I'm going to write a book about George Washington, Okay. Who do I interview? Well, let me think. There's nobody live. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. do, do you do you mm. ever do you ever wonder? See, I find this fascinating. Do you ever wonder? I wonder about a lot of things. No, do you ever wonder how if history is really accurate? Because, like, for example, we have things right now where something can happen, and you watch it on one TV channel, and they cover it one way. It's just like me going up, like you know, another TV channel covers another way. It's like me going up to the Michael Ferguson or not my, the Michael brown riots in ferguson okay i saw something totally different than you saw on tv totally different i know and and it was just like okay this is you know i mean and it was to the point where where there were there were people who would like the protesters just stand around doing nothing okay and then one one of the reporters like the first day i went up there i was at the the quick trip the one that they burnt down okay and yep. on one side of West Florissant were the protesters. On the other side were like maybe 50 to 75 police in the parking lot at at the old Quick Trip, you know, the burnt out Quick Trip, okay? Protesters on one side of the road, police were on the other side of the road. 
Nobody did anything. Everybody just stood and looked at each other until one of the CNN reporters gets up. They put a you know microphone in her hand. She goes over to the street, and a cameraman goes behind her, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, so we're just doing this for the camera. You know, she does her report. You know, the 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 the, the protesters come across West Florissant. That was when they still still could get through there. They still had traffic open. They came across West Florissant. The police, you know, in a line, did their, like, shoulder-to-shoulder line with their shields and stuff like that. And it looked like, oh, my God, here we go. It's going to happen. There's going to be a throwdown right here in the middle of West Florissant. The lady finishes a report. She, you know, hands her microphone back to the tech. They move the camera. Everybody goes back to their position. It's like, okay, <laughs> this is, <laughs> as as Don Draper would say, <laughs> this this is what it is. It is... In all sense of the words, it is. You're a non-believer. Why should we waste time on Kabuki? It's Kabuki. It's just like you know. And so many things now with media, I get these these press releases, and you know, I've never. I don't think I've ever told you the story. You would not believe how many interviews I turned down. And you know, we're not the biggest station. You know, we got a couple of stations, right? We got three stations right now. Okay, you know, we're not like Camo X or anything like that. Um, and these people and. These PR people will tell me, now, I'll send you a list of questions you're supposed to ask. I go, I don't do that. I go, well, well, we, we won't do the interview unless you ask our questions. Sorry, not going to do that. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you know me. I'm, I do. I, but I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. I'm not going to say, hey, you know, I saw you with another woman last night. You know, I'm, I'd never do anything, that kind of stuff like that. But I'll ask questions about a business. Like, for example, we've got Jason on this morning uh, from Central County Fire and Rescue. I've got, some que- I've got some questions very, for him. Very, very good human. Well, I've got some questions on the promotion, which, quite honestly, I want to get involved with this Saturday, the Toys for Tats. And I don't know if you do it that day. You have to ask him. But that's what we're going to find out. See, I've, I've, oh. I've got questions about that. But remember, we're talking about, you were talking about the older firehouses that had two stories and the, and the, the guys, now the guys and gals, the firemen, the fire people, fire persons you know, had their, their place, their, their living quarters upstairs and they had the pole that they ran and, you know, jumped on the pole and slid down and, you know, bunk, yes. they put on their gear and bunk out, you know, into the machine, you know, out the fire truck and bunk out the door. They go, I want to know if those are still there. I don't know. I want to know if he's ever done that because I bet you there are firemen right now that have never slid down a pole because most of the new firehouses are one story firehouses. You and I have been, you know, the one out, the, the new new one out in Wentzville. We were in the old one in Wentzville, remember? Um, yes, on, on, they do. On, what was that, East Pierce or whatever. Um, you know, I've been in several firehouses. We were in the old firehouse there on in St. Peter's, in downtown St. Peter's. No fire pole. It was all on one floor. And I think that's how they all are, unless they're like in New York where they don't have enough room. You know, they got to sandwich them in. So, anyway, how would you talking about that? It was you. I'm sorry. Tangent again. Uh, you know squirrel it, it is true you know i i i am severely add i mean you know but yet what's interesting about it is is that i use that to my advantage sometimes how so i only get away with doing a two-hour show with you because i couldn't do three hours <laughs> that would be one <laughs> no no i see see i have to be I think I to, I've told this story before. When I sold my business, when I sold my traffic network business in 1994, I did okay for myself, okay? And I was miserable. I was miserable because running my business every day was a challenge. Every day was a challenge. 
And I would tell people, you know, people would go like, man, you're really, you're really down. What's going on? I had people actually take me out to lunch, you know, say people that I knew, friends of mine, hey man, you know, I, I just wanted to, you know, sit down and, and see what, well, you know, you're not yourself. What's going on? Oh, I sold my business and I made some money at it. And the problem with that is, well, I don't have a business anymore. I love running my business. Every day was a challenge. So you're telling me that you sold your business, you made some money at it, and now you're miserable because you got money in the bank and and you don't have a business to run? Yes, that's exactly what it is. And I told you the story. I read this article in Inc. Magazine, talked about, you know, there's a matter of fact, it turned out to be the psychiatrist who was on, the, on staff at, at uh, Harvard Medical. He was a, you know, he's a doctor, psychiatrist, MD, and wrote a, he wrote a lot of articles. He was, he wrote articles in Wall Street Journal, and this one was Inc. Magazine. And I read the article, I thought to myself, that's me. And the bottom line of the article was, if you're the kind of person that, you know, does things like this, like Elon Musk, and I don't put myself in his class at all, but in other words, the worst thing you can do is do nothing. You have to stay challenged. And that's what bothers me about, about people, and once again, you know, different strokes for different folks. It's my it's my objection to retirement. People go, eh, it's all about me. I can do whatever I want. I can I can, you know, get up in the morning or I not get up in the morning. I can sleep till one in the afternoon. And if I want to go somewhere I do it. And if I don't, I don't. Okay. Not my kind of not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I told you how I started my traffic network business after I sold my one here in St. Louis. The one I started in Des Moines and, and Springfield. I worked, yeah. I worked for Learfield for a year for free, for free. I didn't charge them. The only thing that I had was they just covered my travel expenses. And I, you know, I travel very inexpensively, you know, super yes, eights, yes, red yes, roof, red roofs in places <laughs> like that, you know, drive my truck. That's my truck that, that I put 120,000 miles on it in one year. I did like 10,000 miles a month. Can you believe that? I can. Oh man. It's like, you know, what's interesting. It's pretty close to that now, isn't it? Well, that that truck now has has just a shade under 400,000 miles on it. You know, and you know what's interesting? You see these tractor trailers, you know, like the tractors, the big old trucks that pull the trailers? Yes. You know, it's not unusual for some of those have a million miles on them. Do you know that? I did, actually. I mean, I'm going like, okay, how come you can't get a car to last a million miles? Because it's not built like that. You know, those trucks are built to heavy duty. And the crazy thing about it is the gap between what those trucks cost and what a car costs keeps closing. And I'm thinking to myself, why would I buy like an 80,000 SUV when I can spend another, you know, $30,000 and have a tractor, you know, have a Kenworth or a, or a you know, or a, or a, 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 no, not a Kubota, a freight shaker. Oh. That's what my son calls him. My, my son, my oldest son, he's. He's such an interesting kid. He's gotten into, I told you this story, how he's gotten into the two-way radio stuff, right? He's the expert yeah. on this now. He's the expert. He knows all, you tell him a Motorola model, oh, that's the XTS 5000, that's the Model 3, it has, has you know, P220, it has P25, Phase 2 programming on it, flash code is .0067. What? How did you learn this? Well, you know, you know how he learns it? He just goes in there and takes it and, uh, and, and, He's getting a working knowledge as well. But you know where he gets it from? I don't understand the question. Do you know where he gets his knowledge from? Oh, you mean whether it was from you or your your bride? No. No, his how how he gains knowledge. I'll I'll tell you the answer. I don't know how the man gains knowledge. YouTube. 
That's how he does it. See, I'm telling you, it's oh, it's okay. it's me. I, I, it's I me. The guy Sorry, with, with the guy I'm with the, the guy with the bachelor's and master's degree saying, "Hey, kids, it's your uncle Brad. Don't go to college. <laughs> Screw college. You know they're going to charge you sixty thousand dollars a year, and you're going to walk away with a with a diploma, and you're going to walk away with a huge debt." Although you know, you know, do you know this? The deal on if you have like a, a student loan, nobody's paid any on any of those things for like two years now. Do you know that story? No, but well, Tiffany has been. She has. She has a. She has a federal student loan. Um, Fan, Freddie and Fanny. I don't ask her. I don't think she's made any payments. They've suspended the payments since COVID's been around. Nobody's made a payment in in two years. Tiffany has. Are you sure? I'm positive. Well, that's supposedly the deal that they've suspended payments. You know, if you have like a federal student loan, see, she might have been under the old program. The old program was through banks, and then the federal government took that over. Which, once again, I don't understand that either. Why did the federal government take over the student loans? Well, she just got them um, uh, redone. What is that? Upgraded or renewed or whatever it is that they do nowadays. She just had that done. Oh, she had she had new wax put on her car. <laughs> Shelly? Yes. We're gonna have fun today, aren't we? Oh, I can already <laughs> tell. But but and and per Shelly's request. Per Shelly's request. Not as bad as it could have, but he was gentle on me. I'll be gentle on you. <laughs> It is 629. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. And it is a Wednesday morning. It is hump day. Shelly there? Is she there back? I don't think she's there yet. Okay. You know what? Just for her. I, I don't know if I can find it real quick. Shelly had to step away from the microphone for a minute. I don't know if I can find it that quick. Let me see. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. I'm just going to play this just for her. It's hump day. Just for Shelly. This is her favorite thing. This is the Geico, the Geico, is the Geico camel? <laughs> Whatever they're good. Remember that commercial? You know, the crazy thing about that is if you ask people, and I don't mean to, to you know, insinuate that advertising doesn't work, but sometimes people get confused. And for example, if you say, okay, is it progressive state farm or Geico that has are uh, are are uh, what's the other one? Um, Liberty. Which one has the bird? People go. Oh. Okay. Which one is Flow? Is Flow progressive? All state? Is she? You know which is she? Geico. Which one? Which one has the lizard? Now I think most people pick up that for Geico, Gecko, that kind of thing. But you know it's interesting because sometimes even me, a guy who works in this business. I'll go like, okay, you know, which ad did I see? Did I see the ad for McDonald's or just the ad for Burger King? You know? Okay, uh, it was a hamburger ad. And see, the crazy thing about it is, as a guy who works in this business creating commercials, sometimes less is more. And I mean, I mean sincerely, sometimes less is more. If you remember some of the commercials, they're still running for years and years and years and years. Johnny Londoff, you know, you know we own our own lot. You know, we pay in for 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 Dave Sinclair. He's at that lectern. Thank you, and here's my address. 
You know, I've got bunches of cars. Yeah, I got bunches of cars. You know, he started like, if, we, if, if it's not my right, we'll make it right. You know, that kind of thing. You know, uh, Frederick Roofing. For a whole new roof or a whole new roof, it's Frederick Roofing. Da-da-da. Super simple. And, and sometimes, like we've got the ad on this station for West County Auto Body, where all Smash does is just give the name of the business, like 20 times. And that has really affected a lot of people. Well, people remember it because... Yes, they do. We ran a commercial years ago. I mean, besides it being smashed. There was this, there's this guy who a lot of people in St. Louis don't know about, but the guy's name is Man Cow. You ever heard of Man Cow? Isn't that a disease? No. <laughs> it's it's Mad Cow. This guy's Man Cow. M-A-N-C-O. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think, misunderstood. I think that's his actual name. I think that's his last name, Man Cow. Anyway, he... And you remember, we met with this guy. Remember we met the guy that was the guy's name was Don Miller from, what was it, Hometown Equity Mortgage? Remember that? Yeah, Okay. Yeah. He was friends with Mancow. Don't ask me why, how they, but Mancow was huge in, in Chicago. And then he did a national show, which I don't think went over real well. And then and then he went, matter of fact, Mancow lost his job when the God Squad people came in and bought The Loop in Chicago. Another one of these great radio stations. They bought, they bought WPLJ in New York. And they, they bought the loop in Chicago and they put their God Squad stuff on there. And, and like in, in New York, they fired 100 people when they, when they bought WPLJ. The God Squad people came in and fired 100 people. Didn't, didn't hire any of them because they don't do that. They just put a little satellite box at their transmitter site and they just retransmit the national program. Anyway, Mancow... That's a very Christian thing to do. <laughs> isn't that interesting? Mancow had this commercial where the guy's phone number was like, I don't know, 636-928, blank, 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 blank. It was all the same number. And all it was was him and other people for 60 seconds saying the phone number. Hey, you know, we need a loan. He started by saying, hi, this is Mancow. You need a loan? Here's the number to call, 636-928-XXXX. I don't want to give a number because I'll give somebody's number and people will be calling them, okay? And during the commercial, he was just like, what's that number? And people would go, 636-928. Oh, hey, how about you? What phone number should they call for a loan? And that was the entire commercial. They might. They probably said the phone number. I don't know. Twenty times in the phone number, we started getting calls at the radio station. Can you stop playing that ad? It was a sixty-second ad, so it went on for quite some time. I, it drives me nuts every time I heard the ad. I go, uh, but hold on a minute. You caught me again. Uh huh. <laughs> it's our ritual here at the radio station that every time I say it drives me nuts, I have to bring in the late great Larry King to tell us about. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Boy, you're really good at that. I never, you never miss one of those, do you? That means I actually listen to you sometimes. Wow, that's a scary thought. <laughs> oh, oh, that is a scary thought. That was pretty funny, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, so, so anyway, anyway, the idea being is these people call and complain, and I'd say, I say, I would start to play dumb. I go, which commercial are you talking about? After I got a couple phone calls, I started playing dumb. And they go, the one where the guy gives the phone number 638-928-XXXX 20 times. I go, man, that commercial works. You know, because you the- know what else commercial worked? I don't know if you would ever had it on your, not this station, but the other ones. But, um, oh, man. Oh, start talking <laughs> and I'll remember it. <laughs> I had a cough for a minute. Okay. Here we go. I wish I could figure this out. I wake up in the morning. I don't cough all night long. I'm perfect. Not one time during the night. I get up, take a shower. Half an hour later when I'm on the air, I start to cough. And then like by 9 o'clock, I'm done. I mean, what is that? 
That's your shower water. <laughs> my shower water. Maybe it is. No, maybe it's all the mold that's in my... It's, did I ever sh- show you the picture of, of, my, of my, my shower? I, no, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Where the ceiling's collapsed? <laughs> Sometimes you tickle yourself, don't you? The Washington University School of Medicine recently called me up and guy said, we heard that you have 42 kinds of different mold in your shower. I go, I do. Can we come over and, and, and scrape some off and investigate? I go, come on over. They came over. About three or four medical students came over and scraping stuff off the roof of my, of my bathroom, you know? And you know what? What? I heard they discovered the cure to cancer. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, you know, think about that. Wouldn't it be amazing if some crazy common thing cured like some terrible disease like cancer you know like for example like penicillin penicillin is like you know like like some kind of you know mold or something like that you know and it, and it, you know it's this miracle drug and you know i guess i'm always surprised that people will talk about you know like oh all drugs are synthetic no they're not there's a lot of drugs that you know like i mean look at cocaine you know what is cocaine cocaine and heroin it's come from the poppy seed what is marijuana? It's like a plant, you know? I mean, there's all sorts of crazy stuff like that. You know, some of the stuff is synthesized in labs and things like that, but a lot of stuff is natural. Just like, I remember, I had this guy that I knew who was like Mr. Natural Food. I mean, like, oh, I only eat natural food. Uh, on, you know, and he says, if it's, if it's natural, it's good for you. And I said to him, I said, I said, you know what the periodic table of elements is? And he goes, oh yeah, I took that in science class. Okay, all those things are natural. So you're telling me, there's like 20 things on that on that list that if you took them, you'd die almost instantly. Arsenic, you know, I mean, like, and once again, that's natural, you know, you know, you die a slow death with uranium, you know, you eat some uranium and, you know, maybe it might kill you in, I don't know, a week or so, or, you know, like that's what the Russians did, you know, the Russians, the, the guys when they tried to kill those people, you know the story on that? No, do I want to? They would give them, like this happened in England a couple times, they've given like, like tea laced with some kind of radioactive stuff so they would drink it and nothing would happen for like a day and then they'd start to get sicker and sicker and sicker and then a couple of them died remember they they got they and and that was remember the the bizarre story with the with kim jong-un's brother don't you remember this one no he's like a half brother the kim jong uh, it is un or ill i can't remember which one he is his dad was was un or ill and he's un or ill i can't remember which one they hired these women to go up and and shake his hand in an airport, and he died within like 20 minutes. It was some kind of nerve agent that they 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 put gloves on, it and they just said, oh, "Just go up and shake his hand." And they they duped these women. These women had no idea what they're doing, and they're saying, "Oh, he's the he's the he's the brother of the guy who was in China or no North Korea." Just go up and shake his hand. And they went up and they shook his hand, and the nerves went through the nerve agent goes through his hands, and he got sick, and they took him to the hospital, and he died. Like I think it was dead like in twenty minutes. That's a movie for t- for well for the. I mean, it will be turned into a movie. That happened. I mean, that's oh, it did. Yeah, you know, it's for real. It happened. I know. Let me see when that when that was. If I can find that real quick, um, Kim Jong. I think. Isn't that weird? They do their names differently. See, they you know we have a first name and a last name. They they do the positioning around that. Like with in Spanish, you have like. You have like four names. Isn't that the way it is in Spanish? I do not know the answer to that question. Hold on a minute. Kim. 
Make a call and find out. John on brother. Uh, here. Yeah, he was, he was cause of death assassination. Kim John Nam. And, <coughs> hold on a minute, let me pull this up. Let me cough again, hold on a minute. Okay, he was, he left North Korea, he flew all over the place, matter of fact, from roughly 1994 to 2001, he was considered the heir apparent to his father. He thought to have fallen out of favor after embarrassing the regime in 2001 with a failed attempt to visit Tokyo Disneyland with a false passport. What? <laughs> what? He thought he was, he, he was thought to have fallen out of favor after embarrassing the regime in 2001 with a failed attempt to visit Tokyo Disneyland with a false passport. Although Kim himself said his loss of favor had been due to advocating reform. Okay, it says right here, here, let me read you the thing, death, assassination. On February 13th, 2017, Kim Jong-nam died after being exposed to VX nerve agent at Kuala Lumpur Airport in Malaysia. It was widely believed that he was killed on the orders of his half-brother, Kim Jong-un. Four North Korean suspects left the airport shortly after the attack, traveling back to Panyanggung. An Indonesian woman, Siti Asaja, and a Vietnamese woman, Dong Thong Hong, were charged with murder but said they thought they were taking part in a TV prank. In March 2019, City Ashi was freed after the charge against her was dropped. In April, the murder charge against Hung was also dropped, and she pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of voluntary causing hurt by dangerous weapon or means. She was sentenced to three years and four months in prison but received a one-third reduction in her term and was released on 3rd of May 2019. Yeah, they walked up to him. said, I do remember that. They were like, hey, hey, we're TV producers, and here's what we want you to do. See this guy right here? He's a big, important guy from North Korea. We want you to go up and shake his hand. And we got this special glove. And they had like a glove. That That's why it didn't kill them. They had like a glove in their hand, and they like sprayed it on the glove. So they go up and, you know, shake his hand. Bang. 20 minutes later, he's dead. Is that bizarre or what? People don't surprise me anymore. You know, that happened That happened in my house when I was a kid. Which part? Well, my mom would cook, and 20 minutes later, you'd be dead. <laughs> I, I would laugh, <laughs> or, but that's what everybody says about me and my family. <laughs> or at least you'd want to die because the cooking Thank was so you, bad. Thank <laughs> you, Brad. Thank you. My mom, if she cooked a steak... And she, if you, if it fell off the, the, like, let's say she did it like, you know, on a, on a grill and she dropped it off the grill and it fl hit the floor and it shattered. It was almost done. Wasn't quite done yet. Almost done. <laughs> that was the way my mom cooked. That's so she liked her things well done. <laughs> well done. More like carbon dated. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like, was <laughs> I'm telling you, carbon dated. my, my friends from back in the day who'd come over to my house for like, you know, sometimes, you know, like for lunch and stuff like that. Like years later, I'd run into him go like, Hey man, how's your mom? Oh, she's doing fine. Man, you know, she was the worst cook ever. <laughs> That's what they remembered about my mom. I remember going to your house and, God, I don't know how you ate that food she cooked. It was horrible. Yep, that's my mom. Do you know what Tiffany's friend said about me? What's that? That I said, Tiffany, she was a cheerleader. Yeah. And Braggart. she was known as the nice cheerleader. Braggart. Uh-huh. And <laughs> what'd you say? I said Braggart. You bra my daughter's a cheerleader. Hey, my, well, I was very proud of hey, her. Hey, I lived vicariously through that girl. I got Still you. do, actually. I got you beat. My son dropped out of high school. <laughs> well, I can't really gauge on that because I did as well. <laughs> but here, my point being is that I said, 
oh, that must be, you know, it's nice. And I said, I'm surprised that the, the boys just aren't like overtaking you. And Tiffany says, mom, it's really hard to when people think that you have a gun. Hold it. You, they, they thought your daughter was packing? No, I was packing. Oh, they thought you had a gun. Yes. Oh. So and, they, I, and I threatened to shoot him. Did you threaten to shoot him? No. Okay. By the way, next what? next break. Let me uh-huh. talk about. Let me talk about Annie Fry. Annie Fry is a radio person. She's on the another radio station. She's on ninety-seven one. She does talk between noon and three. I'm punching buttons yesterday, and I hear her tell the story. And as a woman, I want your reaction to this. Okay. She okay. told two stories yesterday that I'm going like. Holy cow. And I'm going like, man, that's incredible. And 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 both of them were stories as a woman. I want your reaction. Okay? Okay. Okay. It is six oh we're late. Six fifty. It's BS for Wednesday. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Uh you there, Shelly? She's not. I am. Okay. Um yesterday I tell the story. Yesterday I'm All listening. my troubles seem so far away. Yesterday. Boy, you are you're on top of things today, aren't you? I'm telling you. Right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> I won't touch that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm punching buttons, and I listened to 97.1 yesterday afternoon. Annie and An- Fry. Annie Fry's on. And she tells the story. Their studios, 97.1 and KZK and Y98 and KMOX, are down in the, what they call the Park Pacific Building, which is on Olive, just west of Tucker. And if you listen to any of the stations there, any of the various stations, you'll hear from time to time some of the hosts on the stations talk about they're not real happy about where their offices are at that apparently there's a lot of homeless people to hang around there and you go out to like in the when the weather's nice they go out to walk and people are always panhandling anyway she told two stories that happened i think within a year of one another she's going home and she lives in illinois she needs gas so she goes down into south city there's a gas station I know exactly where she's talking about on shoto down in south city not down the street from if you know where the uh, white castle is on broadway you know where the white castle on broadway is in downtown st louis you probably don't do you I actually do. I've eaten there many times. Okay. <laughs> I've never eaten there, but I know where it's at. Anyway, she gets out of the car, her car, gets out of the car to uh, put gas in the car, you know, puts her credit card in, you know, pumps the gas, finishes, puts the pump back on the handle, and she's getting back in her car. Two guys jump in front of her as she's walking back to her car door, jump in front of her. One guy pulls out a gun. Hey, babe, give me your car keys. They carjacked her car. Off they go in her car. Okay, that's is it a Kia? No, no, no. They carjacked it. They, you know, see that's the whole. See once again, that's the interesting thing. We've talked about this before. That's the law of unintended consequences. If you make the cars hard to steal by trying to, you know, jump them or, or you know, or hotwire them or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. People then they carjack you because well, you got you got the keys. You know, you don't have to worry about you know jimmying the lock or or you know jumping the you know hot wiring the ignition switch. You got the keys. Off you go. Okay, so the second incident, and she's talking about, she comes in from Illinois. She lives in, I believe, lives, lives in Edwardsville. And she comes, a lot of times she comes down 5570 from Edwardsville, and she comes across the stand span, and which is essentially I-70. And if you know the way that works, if you're going west on the stand span, when you come to the end of the bridge, if you go in the right lane, it takes you to westbound 70. And there are two lanes, I believe, to the left, or maybe one lane to the left. Anyway, if you just go straight, you don't make a right, you go into downtown St. Louis, and you end up there at Tucker. <clears throat> she talks about how there was a guy in a pickup truck behind her. Hold on a minute. Guy in a pickup truck behind her 
uh, and she was driving in the right lane, and the guy was behind her, and apparently there was another car in the in the left lane, and she couldn't pass, or the guy couldn't pass. So he's honking at her, flashing her lights, and she's going like, hey, man, I'm doing the speed limit. You know, so as they get off the end of the bridge, and they come, and, you know, they go onto the, the ramp that takes you into downtown St. Louis, uh, I believe it's Tucker, they, they end up at the same stoplight together. She's on the right side. He's on the left side. The guy honk, and they're at the stoplights. In other words, right next to each other at the stoplight. He honks the horn of his truck. She looks over. He's got the passenger's window down, and he's pointing a handgun at her head. I'm going like, holy cow. Now, as a woman, scenario A, carjack. Scenario B, you know, some road rage dude, you know, at a stoplight, pulls a gun on you, pointing at your head. What would you do? I don't know what I would do, actually. I'd like to think that I would be have enough fortitude to press on the gas and not worry about what the light says and go on my merry way. And now, then I would make my way over to the police department. Which you'd have to go about two miles in downtown St. Louis because the police department's yeah, not real close. Yeah, I know close. that. Hey, look, I just looked at so what time. So let me pull over. Well, let, pull let's, me of what? let's carry that over because it's 6.59 and it's coming up on 7 o'clock. So uh, we got to take, take a break. We're out of here. We'll be right back. It is BS 7.06. It is a Wednesday morning. Hump day is Shelly's favorite day. Okay, last break we were talking about the fact that yesterday I was listening to another radio station. Annie Fry was the host on 97.1 between noon and 3. Talk about uh, she works in downtown St. Louis at the radio stations. One time she's gassing up her car in South City. Two dudes come up to her as she's getting back in her car, uh, pull a gun on her, say, hey, give her the car keys. Off they go in her car. Then the second time they're talking about, she talks about she's coming across the stand span. She's getting off there at the uh, exit at 12th Street. Guy behind her, she wasn't going fast enough for him. He's honking the horn, you know, giving her the finger. They pull up at a stoplight together. Uh, he honks the horn. She looks over. He's got a gun out the passenger's window, headed at, you know, pointed at her head. Okay, and Shelly said, you said, I said, what would you do, Shelly? And you said. I don't know what. Oh. Well, you said sorry. you'd just, you'd, you'd accelerate out through the intersection. The heck with the red light, right? The only problem there, you might get into a car accident, right? If the you man's just, pointing a gun at my head. Yeah. I take the lesser of two evils. Well, you know, the here's, here's the crazy thing about this, okay? The sad part of this is, let's say, take scenario A. Let's say she's a concealed carry weapons holder, okay? And uh -huh. let's say. The two guys jump in front of her. She's trying to get back in her car, gassing her car up, and they've got a gun on her. And, and she says, oh, look, a squirrel. And the guys turn around, and she shoots them both. Okay? She's probably going to jail, don't you think? <laughs> She's probably. All right. I would say, yes. Um, I've already made a call. Popo will be here in five. Well, I mean. You know, the idea being is if you defend yourself, sometimes you're in more trouble. Yes, because, I agree. And and the same thing with her. Like the guy pulls up next to her at a stop sign, stoplight, you know, honks the horn. She looks over. The guy's got the passenger's window down. He's got a gun, hand, you know, out the window, pointing at her head. You know, let's say she had concealed carry. And let's say she just had her gun just, just for the sake of argument. Let's say she had it in her lap, you know, for whatever reason. She's, you know, she's in the city. And, you know, and some people... I don't know any of these people, but I know some people <laughs> that have a gun. Some people and they who, you know. They have a car with a console and they and they push a gun down between the driver's seat and the console. You know what I'm talking about? I do. So you reach down, you can very easily reach down, 
you know, find that gun between your car seat and your console. And let's say she did that and she fired a couple rounds at the guy and then she took off. Then it would be her word against his. He'd say, I didn't do anything. She fired a couple rounds at me. And she says, yeah, but you pointed a gun. I know I didn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I don't have a gun. Right. Well, he surely wouldn't um, have to spend any time if it was in the city. Yeah, well, no, she wouldn't because no. See, now here's the here's the problem. The problem is she would probably be thrown in jail and be tried for you know because of the fact that that you know she's defending herself. But yet the gangbangers and like you know like for example the the night of the Stokely trial, you know where the, where they had the where that poor uh, retired police officer was killed. Remember the Captain Doran, I believe it was. His name. Yes, I do. Okay, he was killed. They the only person, the only person to have any jail time was the guy that, that, that murdered him, murdered Captain Doran. I don't think anybody else was charged. I mean, in other words, they were lots of people they arrested, but none of them were prosecuted. It's like, okay, you know, like, okay, let's just, you know, rape and pillage and, and you know, and, you know, murder people and, and you know, steal stuff. And, you know, matter of fact, remember, we, you and I even talked about this, that there was a picture of, People walking out of a store where they'd broken the glass windows, some kind of a clothing store like in downtown St. Louis. I think to myself, are there still stores in downtown St. Louis? I think they're all gone. Uh, You know, well, it was on Kings Highway. Is that the city? Yeah, Kings Highway is the city. So they used to, one of the first Goodwills was on Forest Park Parkway. Yeah, I know exactly where it is at. I know where you're talking about. My mom about. and I used to go there. Right. We used to treasure hunt. Right. Yeah. Did you take your 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 shovel and you dug holes and you found like you found like boxes of gold in parking lot or something like that? That's how treasure hunt. Have you ever gone and tried to shop in a thrift store? Shelly, it's kind of like that. I live in a thrift store. What are you talking about? Uh. <laughs> hey, don't get me going about Goodwill. I'll give you my stand. Yeah. No. Don't. But it was a. It was. We used to go down there. That was our thing. And we used to go antiquing at um, down in Forest, off of Forest Park Parkway. Right. And um, his name was Red, and he had this antique store. And my mom got a lot of her furniture from there. Well, now, see, this is sort of interesting. Your daughter, would your daughter be interested in having antiques in her house? I don't know the answer to that question, but I've been thinking about that. I mean, literally, that I I was pondering that last night. I'm saying general. I'm I'm going to give her the option of stuff in your house or what? Give her the option yes, of what? Because it's it's um. You're going to give her family your heirlooms. So because see, I think this is my own opinion. Like my kids, my kids, you know, are like, I don't know what they're, Generation Zs or Xs or Millennials, whatever they are. Okay, my kids, I don't think they have absolute, I think all four of my kids, if I say, hey, man, I got, I went to a, I went to a, an estate sale and I got this beautiful antique, you know, antique, you know, whatever it is, antique chair and I got an antique, you know, coffee, uh, coffee table and an antique, you know, ottoman, you want it? I think all four of them go, no, thanks, Dad. <laughs> I don't want that old junk, right? Well, Tiffany's more farmhouse and this that her her style and this particular dining room suit is traditional or transitional. So I don't know if so what, would, what she is, doesn't have a place for it, number one. What does that mean, transitional? Explain that to me. 
It means a little bit of modern, a little bit of transi- uh, traditional. Say, that's that interior designer speak, which to me makes no sense. Because, oh, mid-century modern. What the hell does that mean, mid-century modern? Explain that to me. What's it, m- it, it, it means uh, things that are made like, um, what's that big store? You're talking about Ikea? Yes. <laughs> the... <laughs> mid-century style, I think. That's mid-century modern? Ikea stuff? I mean, if you look at it. Uh, the smartest the, the smartest woman in the world says, kids say heirlooms are junk. See, I, 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 I agree with that. I think that we're the kids... Well, Tiffany and I weren't, aren't like that, though. We, we have this thing with, you know, we believe in things have fingerprints, and... You know, especially if you move, you know, if you use them. And don't tell the detectives that because they'll come and fingerprint them, then you'll be in jail? No, I'm talking in a a, uh, different kind of, you know, I'm talking metaphorically. Yeah. Ooh, another big word, huh? See, you know, like I told you, if I had, if, if, if like I had my new, if I, like if I bought a new house, okay, let's say I bought it like a nice house, Okay. And if I were a rich man, la, yeah. la, 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 I'm a single la, la. guy, live by myself. Okay, so all the furniture would be roll away tool chests. That's all I'd have. Roll away tool chests. I'd have my big screen TV, which right now, did I tell you I got a big screen TV? No. But it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, uh, another interesting story about that. I got a dehumidifier that doesn't work either, but that's a whole other story. Okay, I'd have everything. That's not my fault. I'd have I'd have everything like roll away tool chest because when I die, my sons, at least my older son, oh my god, I can't wait to get all my dad's stuff. He's got like ten roll away tool chests in his house. My son would be in seventh heaven, you know. Oh, Nirvana, you, just and, like his dad. But not only that. Apple. No. Tree but not only that, bread. you can put them on Facebook Marketplace because every guy and some women need a roll away tool chest. Matter of fact, if you've seen, like, it's gotten out of control. If you see some of the new the new snap-on tool chests and, matter of fact, some of the other Matco things like that, they take literally a truck to move. I've seen guys moving these, and they, they literally rent a roll-back tow truck, and they got these big old massive wheels on them. And some of them are like, some of them have, like, literally have closets where you got thing you can put like clothes in them. You you know some of them have stereo systems built into them. You know some of them have TV sets built into. Them. These are tool chests. Some of them are like there are like I bet you any money I can go online and find one of these. Here, let me see if I can find um, like a super expensive. I by the way I sent you a thing for the cough dealing. I saw that. Okay, here, let me look at this. Uh, expensive. I'll just put in expensive tool chest. I bet you any money I'll get all sorts of stuff like this. I mean, this has gotten to be like, like this is like bragging rights to dudes, and maybe some dudettes as well too. If you've got like, you know, your 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 bragging right is you have a uh, expensive tool chest. My bragging right is that I get to throat punch you anytime I see you. Okay. That's my bragging right. That is my perk. Here we go. Oh. Here's one. Here's one thirty drawer uh, tool chest, five thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars. Here's an 84-inch Tool Vault Elite XL, $10,995. The thing is 140 inches long, it's 30 inches wide, and it's 84 inches tall. Now, keep in mind, if you're 6 feet tall, you're 72 inches. So this thing is, is, is 84 inches. It's 7 feet tall. 
140 feet long, 30 feet deep, 84 inches tall. Uh, here we go. Topmost, here's November 4th, 20. This is a uh, recent article. Top most five most expensive tap uh, snap on toolboxes. Okay. Uh, here's uh, this doesn't have really good ones. I mean, you know, there's they got all fancy stuff like that. Okay. Here's another one. Um, here's here's 10 most expensive snap on toolboxes. Uh, oh, approximately get this. Ready for this? Base price on the 10 most expensive snap on toolboxes. The price range is $1,350 to $35,300. Can you imagine a $35,000 tool chest? Oh my God. I'm not kidding you. Look at this. Oh, well, if you're in the profession, you want to have the best tools for the job. Here, oh my God! Look here, hold on a minute. I'm gonna send so you. So that doesn't surprise me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you. Oh, oh, I'm gonna send you this picture. Okay. It really doesn't surprise me. Hold. On, I'm gonna send you a picture. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can okay, get this. Okay, send me a picture. Okay. I want a picture, Brad. Are hold you on, sending me hold a picture? <laughs> Is the picture being sent now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold or on. Or will minute. it be later? No, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you this this, this picture. This, oh and my. are you gonna text it? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Text. How are you gonna send it to me? Is oh. it gonna be email? <laughs> You're in rare form this morning, aren't you, Shelley? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, video killed the radio star. Hold on a minute. Okay, uh, my my niece said, which son, Brett, because this niece would take it. Hold on. But I don't want you to go anywhere soon as keep kicking, please. Okay, she doesn't want me to die. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. There's a lot of people that don't want you to <laughs> okay, die, Okay, hold on. Let me, let me send this. Let me send this to to um so da, 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 to you. Okay, I'll send you this. Okay, take a look at these toolboxes, okay? Okay, hold on a minute. I got it. I, you know, she threw down the gauntlet. So what do I do when this happens? What do I do? What? I can't. I can't not stand doing this. Okay, hold on a minute. Dun, dun, dun. Gotta do this. Gotta do this. Dun, dun. Okay. Hold on a minute. Good morning. Okay, you're on the air. This is my. This is my. Okay. This is my niece, Christy, pooping underwear, right? <laughs> Yes, yep, that's me. Okay, we're talking about this. You're of that age bracket. Um, if your mom had a bunch yes. of antiques, would you want those antiques? Would you, If she gave them to you, would you take the antiques? We're a bunch of hoarders. Come on. No, you take them? Uh, I do have some of them. But you're not an antique. But now the tools, though, yeah, like I... I find I go shopping at her house all the time and find all sorts of stuff that I bring home. But yeah, but you're but you're you're a different kind of woman because you like power tools, right? I do. <laughs> yes. I got I got a miter saw for Christmas last year. Did you really? Interesting. Yes. Okay. With a stand. So so you you would you would like in other words, if I had a house that was filled with toolboxes and I passes away, you would be over at my house. Want I want that toolbox right there. That's what you're saying, right? Well, yeah. I mean, if 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 the boys don't want them, I know Amanda doesn't want them. So maybe Brett. But you know, I I I could use some toolboxes. Okay, so but if, I don't want you to go anywhere soon. So oh, please don't. Okay, so well, thank you very much. <laughs> so so if you had if if my house was filled with antiques and I died, and in my will it says Christy can have all my antiques, would you go? Oh my God, I can't wait to get over this place to get his antiques. Or you'd be like, Oh my God, I don't um, want them. I don't know. I I. I carry a little bit too much of a sentimental card. So it depends if there's, you know, if there's okay. a jet screen model from Six Flags. Yeah, maybe I'll take that. <laughs> Listen to you. Okay, but, but. As long you, as your hat is sitting there with it. But you're not the kind of person that would go out and buy antiques for your house, correct? Oh, 
gosh, no. Okay, no. see, that was that's my point. I'm saying that oh, okay. that you being of whatever you are, do you millennial? What is what are you called? Are you millennial? No, I think I'm still in Gen X. Are you a Gen Xer? I think, I think that's I think that starts at 78, and I'm 79. Okay, so, so yeah, I think so. So you're you're a Gen Xer then, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, you're not into antiques. No. 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 The only antique I want is like maybe something from Grandma and Grandpa's, and that's it. Or like and like one piece. Or like a '63 Corvette. You'd take that, right? Well, yes, (laughs) yes, hands down. (laughs) That would be Mm -hmm. so. So, like your friends, like your 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 you know women you work with, any of them? Have you been to their houses? They have like you know. Have you seen any? It's got like their house full of antiques. No. I mean, I have a couple of friends that have, uh, again, collectibles from their, like, family heirlooms. Right. Not, not like, going antiquing. But they're yeah. not going out to the Eureka Ant- Antique Mall. Oh, my God, look at that. It's a 1890 fedora, you know, or something like <laughs> They're not doing that, right? No. Okay. Hey, is, is, is Jack in the car right now? Yes, Jack and Manning. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Hi, Manning. <laughs> have a good day teach those kids well i'll do my best okay bye (laughs) bye see i'm right about that and the smartest woman in the world says the same thing she says she says uh uh, here's interesting she said um which is why antique value has deteriorated nobody buys that crap anymore that's what the smartest woman in the world says see that's interesting because it used to be the kind of thing like once again my mom's generation oh my god my mom was like you know, antique, antique Annie. You know what I mean? She was like, oh. I do know what you mean. And I, to me, it was like, it was like, okay. I remember she had this, this table that was on these crappy little wheels. And it was like, it had like a marble top and it had like a little underneath part and had a dog carved into it. You know, like a dog sticking out of the bottom of this table. And I'm going, that is the ugliest thing in the world. Oh my God. She criticized. Do you know what that is? That's very rare. That's a blah 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 blah. I go like it's an ugly table with a dog carved into it. You know, no thanks. Don't want that. Man, what you know? These kids, you can't teach them anything nowadays, can you? (laughs) Um, actually, my kid is teaching me things. So well, I can't judge. I told you the story. My oldest son. I'm all of a sudden he's going to this. He's going to this this ham radio two way radio kick. Where he sends me, you know, I send him this thing off eBay. You know, there's this Motorola radio off eBay. Once again, this is all these old Motorola stuff that once again, 10 years ago, cost $5,000. Now it's on eBay for a couple hundred bucks. And I send him this. I send him this. Hey, hey, look at this. Is this worth buying? And he sends me this two-page dissertation. Well, the problem with that radio is it's it's got flash code number 3506. And that's not the right flash code. You want flash code number 3602. I go, what? How do you know this stuff? You know, I will watch watch YouTube. See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they're like like me. I figured out the problem with my car last night on YouTube. I figured out the problem with my car, and you're gonna laugh. Is it the uh, my heater doesn't work in my car. You know why my heater doesn't work? Why? You're gonna laugh when I tell you this. Why? I have to burp my system. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, seriously. I have an air... I, I don't know what that means, I have actually. an air pocket in my radiator. The newer cars, and the old cars, if you're low on antifreeze, you took the cap off and you throw stuff in the radiator and your car works. The new cars, you have to, before you put antifreeze in them, you have to evacuate the radiator, and then you have to pull a vacuum. You have to pull a vacuum on the cooling system, 
And once you pull the vacuum on the cooling system where you've pulled all the air out of the, the radiator, then you use the same tool to suck antifreeze into the into the uh, the cooling system and therefore there are no air pockets and the problem with my car is my heater core sits up underneath the dashboard and it sits up high so it's taller it's higher than the engine block and it's higher than the radiator so water won't circulate through my heater core so therefore i have no heat and the only way i can do that if i put more antifreeze in the thing's full but it's not it's got a big air pocket in it. So you have to drain all the antifreeze out. You have to put this tool on. You have to put hook it up to an air compressor. It pulls a Venturi. It sucks out all the, the air, gives you a vacuum. Then there's another hose you attach to this thing. You put this in your, your gallon of antifreeze, and it sucks the antifreeze into the radiator. And then when the radiator is full, you pull this thing off. You pull the cap on, and your car is fixed. I'm going like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's my – and that's exactly what my problem is because the guys – here's and because here's the problem I have with my car now. When it's cold, if I turn the heat on for like five seconds, I get heat, and then it's like I'm slowly turning the heater control to cold. It goes like – it blows hot for like five seconds, and then four, three, two, one, no heat, and it's just like slowly just, you know, and then it's just like the air conditioner is on. And the guy explained it. He says, that's because you don't have any air. You don't have antifreeze freeze throwing, flowing through your heater core. And the reason you get that burst of hot air at the beginning is because there's hot gases that are getting into your heater core. And then once you turn your blower motor on, it, it takes those hot gases and it, and, it, and it cools off the heater core and you don't have heat anymore. I'm going, that's it. Now, the only problem is, you know, you know what the tool costs to do it? I could go to a shop and get it done. You know, but what? You got, I got to buy the tool. It's a hundred thousand. No, it's one hundred twenty-nine bucks. And it's so act- why are you talking about it? And why don't you just do it? <laughs> because I just found out about it last night. Oh well, you're you're. I'm gonna see if I can find somebody who has one locally. Maybe I can. Maybe hey, anybody who has one of these tools, let me borrow it. Three one four two eight zero eight 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 zero. That's my text number. You can call me as well too. Okay, we've got Jason. Coming Ask up. our friend. Who's our friend? The one that has an auto shop. Yeah, but he'll want me to bring my car in. He won't let me. They, won't, you know, a good mechanic won't let you borrow his tools. If you go to like a good mechanic, a crappy like mechanic like me, like my son, like I go down and see my son three years ago in in Florida over Christmas, and I go into his garage and I go, so that's where my socket set went. I go through his garage. Okay, I know where that's at now. Oh, I know why I can't find that. He's got all my tools. <laughs> he stole. Get used all, to it. Tiffany has all. He stole you know, all my tools. All the clothes that. She likes of mine, which is really unusual because yeah. she's clothes? always hated my Antique clothes? style. Yeah. I hate your style too. I wish you'd wear, you know, sweatsuits and you know, like and 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 and, and hunting boots like most women do now. You know I can do that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know you can. It's seven twenty seven. Take a pick. It is BS dot show. You there, Shelly? I am here. Uh, remind me after we get uh, off with Jason that the smartest woman in the world has identified the table that my mom had, which is pretty interesting because she's oh how cute she's exactly you know, right. She's so fun. Yeah, she knows everything. Okay, now she totally does. We have, and you know, I, 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 your title. You're, are you the the deputy chief? Is that what you say in the ad? The deputy chief, Jason. Ooh, Relations, up. public information officer, whatever you want to call it. Okay, fine. so yeah, I, I had, didn't have the button down. You're the deputy chief, public, the PIO, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, Jason Minershaker. Minershaker. Shagan, Shagan, Shagan. Very close, very close. I have, I, have a men, I have a mental block with your name. I don't know why that is. 
You know, a lot be- of people do. <laughs> well, anyway, okay, we have lots of questions for you this morning, Jason. I have lots of answers for you, bud. <laughs> okay, Shelly and I, the promotion you're running, which has gotten a lot of attention, and what this is what you said the third year year for Toys for Tennis. This is actually no, this is actually year six. Sixth year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, the question is, it's this Saturday. What time? 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at uh, Permanent Vacation Tattoo on West Clay in uh, St. Charles. Okay, here's off Zumbo Road. Here's question number one. If I bring a toy... Now, wait a minute, this is question two. You already asked me question one. <laughs> Man, you are on a roll this morning. Okay, no, here's question. <laughs> here's question three now. If I bring a toy, can I get a certificate for the tattoo and come back later, or do I have to get it right then and there? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say you got to get it then. So uh, that's a good question. I will confirm that, but I'm I'm relatively confident that we have to get the tattoo on the day of the event. But what you can do, um, dang, that's a good question. I don't I don't have a good answer for that one. Wow, I stumped the answer, man. You did stump me on question number three, but I I'm relatively confident that it's a it's a it's a single day event. I do know that we can accept toys, um, you know, beforehand. So if somebody doesn't want a tattoo. You can get a piercing, uh, or you can just donate a toy. We're happy to accept toys, um, gift cards, um, cash that we can use to purchase toys, things like that. Um, and you can drop those off, you know, at permanent vacation tattoo up to and even after the day, and then at any firehouse up through December 9th, and we'll we'll make sure they get to the to the organization that, that they're going to. So now, to get the tattoo, you have to have a receipt for the toy because I can imagine people are showing up with like matchbox cars and say, "Okay, here's my donation." You want at least get, yeah, you want to get a toy of value, correct? Yeah, yeah, we're looking for a fifty dollar value with receipt, um, new, still in the original packaging, unwrapped, um, and and it's, you know again with the receipt for that that's showing it's fifty dollars worth. And you got to remember these guys that. Um, that, that are the, these tattoo artists um, that are coming in. They're, they're coming in from all across the country. Um, really? It, yeah. Yeah. L- last year we had guys from, they drove five hours just to get her to tattoo and spend, spend all day tattooing. And they're donating their time. They're, they're driving here on their own time. They're doing this for free. And um, you know, $50 in toys, you know, sometimes I, I, it, it seems like a lot, but you got to remember that, that the I think the shop minimum. If you go in there today to get a tattoo, you, you, you're going to walk out with a minimum of $150. And I think their 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 hourly rate is like $100 an hour. And these are nice tattoos. They're, they're um you know it we, we we move people in and out relatively quickly. But for for the uh, for the for the cost of you know $50 donation that that you know is going to a kid who needs it. Um, it's it, it's really a win-win scenario. Yeah, but 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 you're not letting people get like big like pictures of Mona Lisa on their chest and stuff like that, are you? You're... No, no, that's actually yeah, you know, so that's that's part of the that's part of the allure. So six years in now, there, um, what what we're what 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 we're doing? And this is and I, and let me back up. I'll take one step backwards. This is um, you know, the the CCFR community outreach, the Central County Fire Rescue Community Outreach. We partner with permanent vacation tattoo for this event. So I want, I want to make sure we're very clear that this is um, their event at, at permanent vacation tattoo. Joe Cumbie um, is um, the owner of permanent vacation and we've just been blessed to partner with him in this event and, and provide some of the other aspects of the day. 
Um, that's why he, he, he would have had the answer to that other question for you. I could like literally split. I'm surprised he hasn't texted me already to, to, to give me the answer to that yet. So but, Joe, if you're listening, but, shout out, answer the question for me. But the, um, I, I digress there. What was the last question? Well, I mean, in other words, the idea being they're not going to do a super, a, a, you know, like oh, super no. expensive tattoo. No. It's going to be something yeah, no. basic. So, yeah, no, it's it's not it's not basic by any stretch of the imagination. It's a good palm-sized tattoo. Really? Um, and they, they will release the tattoos that you have available to pick from on the day of the event. There's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people are going up to the tattoo shop early and they're asking, you know, Hey, what can I get? What can I do? And you know, that's, that's part of the, that, that's part of the allure and, and, and part of the, uh, the excitement of knowing that you don't really know what you're going to get until you get there and, okay. and, um, and what you're going to have as an option for you. Here's question number five. Last year, how many tattoos did you give? Oh goodness! I think we had a couple hundred. I want to say two hundred and fifty to three hundred people. No kidding! Seriously? Yeah, the line was yeah, the line was wrapped around the building, um, and that was in. Let's see, we're in twenty two now, twenty one. So that was relatively post post Rona. Um, in twenty twenty, was probably a little bit more of an off year, but we still uh, we still had a really good successful year. Um, you know, even in the in in, in twenty twenty. The um, last year, I want to say there was two or three hundred people, and it was the line was wrapped around the building the whole day, and um, the uh, but but we we're, we're moving in you know people in and out relatively quickly. It's 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 a fun day. We've got some music playing. Um, the fire department, our outreach, will have we'll we'll be there. One of the things that we do is um, provide the barbecue, so we're we'll have um, barbecued ribs and pulled pork sandwiches and hamburgers and. In the morning, we'll do some breakfast burritos, and uh, because there will be people lined up, I have no doubt there'll be people lined up and uh, in in the parking lot, braving the cold before the sun comes up. Wow, you know, and, and they don't and they don't actually open the door up till ten. So, are you in your car right now? Or are you at the station? I am. I just pulled up to the firehouse. So uh, I'm hearing all the uh, the units being toned yeah. out. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm turning it down. <laughs> no, I'm turning that's that okay. Down. That's okay. I sort of like it. it. Reminds. I don't know if I told you or not. <laughs> I put myself through college as a police dispatcher, so I I know you that. Did. Yeah, I know that whole routine. Okay, so yeah. so the event is this Saturday. Permanent vacations tattoo. What's the address? Oh goodness me! I don't have that on me. It's on West Clay, just east. Uh, just sorry, just west of. Um, Zumbo Road in the um, in the St. Andrews, 3130 30 30 West Clay. Oh, okay. West Clay. It's um, it's in that shopping uh, shopping center where the the theater used to be behind it, right? I don't know if the theater's yes. there anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's right there. It's just west of, just west of Zumbo Road on the outer road. You can't Got miss it. it. And you'll see you'll see fire trucks in and out throughout the day. Uh, we'll have our big barbecue there. Just follow the follow the smell of the smoke. And again, that's from ten to seven this Saturday. Um, but you, you know, if you, if, if tattoos aren't your thing, um, you know, they'll, they'll do it for a piercing. If you want to, if you want to get a piercing that day, they'll do that as well. And, um, you know, if, if, if neither one of those floats your boat and, and you still want to donate to the cause, um, all the toys are going to foster kids in St. Charles County through the foster adoptive support team, which is fast. You can find them online too at, um, I think foster adoption support team but all, all all of the toys are going to foster kids and you can drop those toys off if you don't want a tattoo or a piercing you can drop those toys off at any central county firehouse between now and december 9th or at permanent vacation tattoo anytime in the month of december and we'll make sure we get those to the to the 
to the organization. See, believe it or not, I want to get tattooed, but I wanted, but see, I got stuff I got to do on Saturday, so that's why I'm seeing if, if I made my donation. If oh, you'd man. maybe do it later. I, I, let me, um, let me. Well, I tell you what. I tell you how. How about how about we call you back on Friday? We'll give an update. Hang on uh, just a sec. Okay. Got, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get an answer for you. Hey, real quick. <laughs> if 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 they do a if if he brings a a toy, but he can't get a tattoo that day, can he get a certificate and come back? No, nope. that's a negative. Okay. Got to get it that. Got to get that. That's day. what I thought. Okay. So I started out in that direction, and then I started talking myself out of it because I'm such a nice guy. I want to give you, you know. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so I tell you what, we'll call you on Friday one more time just to remind people about that's it. That's perfect. Okay. Now. Yeah, that's perfect. I, I got more questions. Shelly and I have more questions. I, we're talking, I got all kinds of answers. Okay. We're talking about this the other day. Are there any fire stations made anymore where they're two-story with the fire pole, or is the fire pole a thing of the past? It is, it is becoming a thing of the past, particularly around here. When you get out on the East Coast, um, you know, you still see that pretty common. There's a couple, I think, in St. Louis City. We still actually have one. Uh, our, our, our Station 1 on Salt Lake Road is a two-story building, and so it has a fire pole. Um, but you see less and less of those. I heard the reason you see less and less of those is because of liability and guys getting injured. Is that right? Uh, I'm sure that has something to do with it. I, I, I don't know specifically why, but I do know that, um, you know, I spent many years working out of our station one sliding down that pole and, uh, I, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing quite like two o'clock in the morning getting woken up for a, for a fire call or a medical call and sliding down the pole and you're not, you're not fully awake until your feet hit the floor and your knee pops that that uh that i decided maybe maybe i'll take the steps from now on so <laughs> i think that's I, I, think, I think that becomes a i think that i'm sure that's part of it so you come down the steps pretty quick is what you're saying right <laughs> yes 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 i could actually beat the steps and and and, and probably do it a little bit quicker than so, i could the pole so there are guys that get injured coming down the pole then yeah it can happen i mean i don't know that i've heard of it in a while but it's it's certainly it's certainly possible i mean you got to think about what we what we do you know and, and so the best way i can i, I can i can paint this picture for you is if you're at home and you're sleeping at two o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the morning somebody's going to break into your house they're going to come shake your bed and and just scare you awake and yell at you and scream at you and then leave but you got to get up and you got to run around the house ten times Right. So now you've got that fight or flight or, or freeze. You already kicked in. Somebody's broken, you know, that, that adrenaline rush. And now I want you to go run around the house 10 times and then, and then, um, you know, do some exercise and then try to go right back to sleep again. So that, that, um, that jolt in the morning, if you went out and you or at two o'clock in the morning, if you go out and you try to run around the house, you're probably going to trip and fall just a little bit until you get your feet underneath you and, and get to moving and kind of figure out, where all your appendages are and and all that so that's that's kind of the best way i can equate it is it's 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 that that two o'clock in the morning is just i, that, I would, that fight or flight kicks in and sometimes accidents happen i was going to say that sounds like tuesday at my place <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a regular, regular tuesday night <laughs> that's huh? tuesday at my place okay there jason appreciate it if people want more information uh your website for the fire department is um, for, for this event, it's ccfrcommunity.com, um, or you can follow uh, Permanent Vacation Tattoo at uh, on Instagram, and I think Facebook, same thing, Permanent Permanent Vacation Tattoo, um, and then the, the fire department outreach is ccfrcommunity.com. Got it, and we'll check back with you on Friday. 
That sounds great. And don't ever hesitate to, um, I, I enjoy this. This is fun. So don't ever hesitate to, uh, to, to call me up. You got those random questions between six and eight in the morning. And <laughs> yeah, you, you want a firefighter's perspective. I'll, I'll be your guy. <laughs> well, I talked to my niece about antiques already this morning. So, you know, I got a phone and I don't have a pen, but I have a phone and I call people and people answer and I talk to them. How's that? There you go. That sounds good. Okay. Have a good one, Jason. All right. You too. Mm, bye-bye. What a nice guy. So he really is just a really good human. I, I want to get a tattoo, but I got stuff I got to do on Saturday. I tell you what, will you go get the tattoo for me? And then when you get it done, we just put your arm against my arm and it'll just transfer over. No, they're not phones. <laughs> and we are not AI. Although, do you know how close they make artificial intelligence sound like a person? You know those people that sit there and call you, you know, from the police fraternity organization yeah, or right. the one the other night, and I'm like, David, it's it's a recording. And I mean, you can barely tell them. It's come that, you know, technology's come that far. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, oh. I can't find it. <laughs> Do I even want to know what you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> it's something I'm going to be mad about, isn't it? No, 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 no. You're talking about oh, artificial intelligence. I just wish I had normal intelligence. I can't find it. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I can't find See, it. See, you say that, but you... um. You have this beautiful, brilliant mind. I do not. It's stupid. And it's, and and it's evidently it's... passed down to your children. No, my no, they don't, don't, don't hinder them with that. Don't handicap. I hope they don't. I hope they have their mom's mind because their mom is the smart one. I'm the dumb one. You know, their mom is the smart, you know, reasonable, caring person. I'm the whacked out weirdo radio guy. You know, so they don't want any part of my life. And I get it. I totally understand. You know, I mean, you know, it's the point. You know, I mean, like, Aww. you know, it's one of those things. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> no, seriously. I Stop can't, it. I can't, seriously. I can't find it. Let me see if I can find it. Okay, we're going to take a break. Let's see if I can find what's going to play. Oh, hold on a minute. Where is it right here? Okay. We're going to take a break. 747. It's 747. And BS.show. 7.52. remember that? She's not there. Okay. Uh, I am here. And yes, I do remember that. Shelly. This is it was a, one of the better times. This was a weird story. Shelly and I went on a trip together to Quincy, road Illinois. Trip. We went on a road trip. Guess who and Thelma is and guess who Louise is. It turned out to be the most bizarre, weird trip because when we were building this <laughs> this radio, one of the stations we're on, 107.1, okay? We were building this radio station. We didn't have any equipment. So we got invited to Quincy, Illinois by a guy who shall remain nameless. I don't think he probably won his name mentioned. Uh, at the time was the owner of Broadcast Electronics, a big company that uh, still to this day is one of the largest broadcast transmitter manufacturers in the country. Matter of fact, there's two of them in Quincy, Illinois. There's there's Harris, which is now Gates Air, whatever they are nowadays. And there's Broadcast Electronics, which is now Anesco. They were both recently sold. Oh, so so we're going up there to take a look at, and when I tell this story, people are not going to believe me, we are going up there to take a look at, at equipment that was ordered by the Nigerian government, but they stiffed broadcast electronics. Am I kidding? Shelley's you are done. absolutely not kidding. Okay, takes a while for Shelly. Okay, so 
they had a whole area in their warehouse where this, and this dated back to like, what was it, 2001, 2002, where the Nigerian government had contacted Broadcast Electronics and said, hey, we're going to build a radio station here in Lagos, Nigeria, and it's going to be a government station, and we want you to supply all the equipment. But we know we're going to buy one of your transmitters, but we wanted hey, one deal. We want you to buy all the equipment. We want you to buy the transmitter, all the studio stuff, everything we need for the radio station, and we want you to put it into a shipping container. We want you to put it, you know, ship the shipping container down to us, and we'll just send you one payment for all the equipment. Well, guess what? Broadcast Electronics ordered all the equipment, have all the equipment sitting in their warehouse, and the Nigerian government canceled it. So Broadcast Electronics was stuck with all this equipment. So we get invited up there to take a look at it. And it was nice equipment. And it was and it was like a it was like pallet racks upon pallet racks of equipment. Most of it we couldn't use, but some of it we did. Matter of fact, the, the some of the stuff that's on the air right now was originally destined for Nigeria. And although we got it as brand new, it was like 15, 16 years old. Sort of a weird story, okay? So while we're up there, this very bizarre thing happens. And, and <laughs> let's shall we say, in the broadcasting business, an earth-shattering event happens while we're there. But the only problem is it wasn't supposed to be, well, it, it got leaked out and it wasn't supposed to be leaked. It wasn't supposed, there was a press release supposed to come out like a, a week later. And I'm not trying to divulge too much of the information. But while we were there talking with the number one guy, the owner and the number two guy, all of a sudden a phone call came in and things just went sideways, right? Yep, they pivoted. It was like, <laughs> things, things went sideways and we were essentially ushered out the door. I mean, we were like, we were, okay, it's not time. Not until we got our selfies. Right. It's it's time for you two to leave. You know, hey, you know, we, we're, we're interested in equipment. Oh, we'll, we'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. We drove all this way and we're by, trying to make a deal. Something happens. A phone call comes in. There's heated words said between the number one and number two guy. People in the warehouse, we're back in the warehouse. People in the warehouse are going, what's going on? What's going on? And the boss man, number one man, comes up to us and say, hey, uh, you know, it's been, thanks for driving up. Uh, uh, we got we got some business got to take care of. Hey, we'll get back to you on this equipment. So we're sort of walked out the door into the parking lot. Am I exaggerating or what? No. <laughs> But we didn't take our selfies. And on the that way. That was a moral imperative. On the way back. One of my broadcast buddies calls me and said, uh, "Hey, did you hear? True. Did you hear, hear what happened?" And we go, "No, what are you talking about?" Well, broadcast electronics, blah 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 blah. We were there when the stuff hit the fan. The defecation <laughs> context was, of the rotary oscillator. It was so weird. It was so bizarre. You know, and it was like, and we ended up well, a couple months later buying not all the stuff, but some of the stuff. And it put us on the air to this day. It put us on the air on 107.1. That is true. And I tell the story. I go, hey, our radio station's on the air with Nigerian equipment. People go, what? Well, it's not actually made in Nigeria, but it was going to Nigeria. It was bought by the Nigerian government. And then they stiffed this company. And we ended up buying it for pennies on the dollar. 
which is what happened. We bought it like, you know, like, I mean, they were going to throw it away. Remember he talked about they were going to junk. They were going to scrap the stuff. Remember some of the, I do. he had some of those spools of wire that he talked about. Yeah. He, nobody would take. And I'm going like, well, if you're going to give them away, I'll take them down to Scrap Mart and scrap them. You know, I mean, some of these spools of wire had connectors on them. These spools, they were custom connected with a, you know, with XLRs on each end. Big, expensive. You know, if you if you go to the hardware store and price any type of copper wire nowadays, it's just super expensive. Scrap these spools would have brought. I don't know, maybe eighty, ninety bucks a spool. And he was, and and to the point where he's trying to give them to me. I'm thinking to myself, I he I finally bought one of them. I felt bad. I'll go, okay, fifty bucks. I'll give you fifty bucks for one of them. So I got still got one of them that I've never even used before. And that was our strange trip to Quincy. And on the way up, we heard that song. <laughs> and it was so weird because because it's very nasty song. It's got all sorts of nasty words. And I had to really edit the li- living daylights out of it. Matter of fact. You and know, my favorite one. You know, I had to edit the isht out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and that's. I was just like. And it's another One Direction guy who's like disappeared. It's like Louis Tomlinson that was one of the One Direction guys, and now it's just all Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Harry Styles. You don't hear about any of the One Direction guys. The rest of them are all like gone. They disappeared. I think they're working at McDonald's or something like that. Living the spoils of their hard work. (sighs) Either that or they're all broke. One of the two. (laughs) Or they're all all in rehab. That's probably what the deal is. They said no, Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, we got to go. Say goodbye. Goodbye, Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Have a great day, everybody. Um, Hump day. Yeah. Peace and I fly. 7.59. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.